Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. There's racist tirade. Then Elon Musk comes to the animator's defense. At 7.15, we'll speak with the technology news analysis writer for The Washington Post. On Wall Street, the Dow and the NASDAQ both gain 72, the S&P up a dozen. The commanders release Carson Wentz at 7 o'clock. Powerful storms hit Oklahoma and Illinois. It just kind of came out of nowhere. Did COVID come from a lab? There is not a consensus right now. Murdoch jurors to visit the murder scene. Upon request of either side, the court will allow a jury view. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. At least one person has died in a western Oklahoma tornado. Powerful winds ripped through that state and Illinois, including Joliet, some 45 miles southwest of Chicago. There was all of a sudden like a barreling, like you're hearing helicopters overhead or there was a train coming through. And then the next thing you know, we had a tree crash onto our front window. This is Steve Futterman in Los Angeles. Here in California, there's been a temporary break from the extreme winter weather. Here in Southern California, some are still amazed they actually saw some snow this weekend. This was your first time seeing snow? Yes. Like ever? Ever. 48 years, like ever. <laughs> the big concern is in the northern part of the state where more rain and snow is in the forecast. Blizzard warnings are still in effect in the Sierra Nevadas. New intel about the origins of COVID leads the Department of Energy to believe that it's likely the virus originated in a lab. CBS's Stephen Portnoy. The White House stresses, we really do want to know uh, what, what happened here. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby wouldn't confirm the reporting of CBS News and other organizations that the Energy Department has assessed with low confidence that COVID likely emerged from a lab. Kirby notes opinions among government analysts differ. There hasn't been a final conclusion uh, arrived at here, and not everyone in the intelligence community or across the government necessarily has come to a consensus view here. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, the White House. As the defense team for Alec Murdoch is preparing to rest its case, CBS's Nikki Batiste reports on an upcoming trip for jurors. The judge in the Alec Murdoch double murder trial granted the defense's request to let the jury visit the South Carolina home where the disgraced lawyer's wife and son were killed. Prosecutors unsuccessfully argued against the visit because it looks different 20 months after the murders. Monday, the defense called multiple witnesses including a crime scene reconstruction expert who cast doubt on the prosecution's case. Violence is on the rise in Israel and the occupied West Bank, and the Biden administration says it's extremely concerned. State Department spokesman Ned Price. As we noted yesterday, we condemn the horrific killing of two Israeli brothers near Nablus and the killing today of an Israeli near Jericho, who we understand was also an American citizen. On Wall Street, the Dow and Nasdaq closed up 72 points. Now this. Now there's a simple, easy, and effective way to clean your nose and protect your health. It's called Navage. Navage. Available at Navage.com. 7.03 here on WTOP, Monday evening, February 27th, 2023. 45 in Georgetown. We're expected to stay in the 40s. Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. 
breaking news on WTOP. Washington Commanders owner Dan Snyder wants legal protection if he agrees to sell the team. Those demands are angering his fellow NFL owners. They're even renewing talk of voting Snyder out. The Washington Post reports Snyder is demanding fellow franchise owners and the league shield him against future legal liability and costs if he sells that team. Two people with direct knowledge of the NFL's inner workings and the owner's attitudes have been speaking with the Post. They report Snyder's demands include a threat to sue if the conditions are not met. That's angered some of his fellow owners and renewed that talk about possibly taking a vote to remove Snyder from ownership of the commanders if he doesn't sell the franchise. No comments so far from Snyder or the commanders this evening. 704. Former Roman Catholic Cardinal and Archbishop of Washington Theodore McCarrick may not stand trial for sexual assault. We've got that story from WTOP's Megan Clord. Attorneys for the 92-year-old defrocked bishop were asking a judge to dismiss the case, saying that Theodore McCarrick has dementia and is not competent to stand trial. McCarrick pleaded not guilty in September last year to charges he sexually abused a 16-year-old boy at his brother's wedding reception in Massachusetts in 1974. BishopAccountability.org notes that since 2018, 14 minors and 5 adults have accused the former D.C. Archbishop of sexual misconduct. The court filing says an exam found McCarrick's mental state seems to be, quote, worsening rapidly, which will impair his cognition and memory. The prosecution requested to do its own assessment of McCarrick before a judge will decide if the trial moves forward. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. So far this year, two people have died and at least 25 more were hurt in pedestrian and cyclist crashes in Montgomery County. So now the county council has a new plan to make roads safer. They say for everybody. This is personal for so many of us. Montgomery County Council President Evan Glass is introducing legislation that would make busy intersections more tightly controlled. He says it would impact downtown and town center areas, prohibiting right turns on red lights and extending walk times at crosswalks by three to seven seconds. He says too often pedestrians are running out of time. You start crossing the street and all of a sudden it says stop walking and you're halfway through the intersection. What do you do? Glass noted that last year, 19 pedestrians and bicyclists were killed on county roads and more than 500 were injured. In Montgomery County, Nick Hainelli, WTOP News. Remember almost a week ago that bad crash in front of the National Zoo on Connecticut Avenue? We've now learned one of the people critically injured that morning has died. 21-year-old Mohammed Islam was from Massachusetts and driving a Tesla, one of four cars involved in the crash that left seven people wounded. Two others were badly hurt. Police have not updated their conditions. Anyone who has information about this crash is asked to call D.C. police. There is now an arrest in one of two deadly shootings from late in the weekend in D.C. 41-year-old James Jones was taken into custody and charged with two counts of second-degree murder. Investigators say that he killed 57-year-old David Wright and 54-year-old Nathaniel Howard in a home on D Street Southeast near the D.C. Armory yesterday afternoon. Still unsolved, the shooting deaths of two men that happened a few hours later along Sheriff Road in Northeast. 706, more space and better proximity. That is what D.C. leaders are saying about the new emergency operations center for the nation's capital. Let's hear from WTOP's John Doman. We learned a lot, certainly, for the past three years. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser subtly acknowledging that emergency officials in the district have been busy. Just last year, we activated the EOC 25 times. And now the ribbon's been cut on a new emergency operations center inside a building in the Navy Yard neighborhood, blocks away from the U.S. Capitol and only a little farther from downtown in the National Mall. It includes a federal coordination center, so city leaders can work with federal partners, says U.S. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. So that we can continue to find new and better ways to work together. 
in Southeast, John Dome in WTOP News. Maryland's Governor Wes Moore is pressing lawmakers to speed up an increase on the minimum wage to $15 an hour this year instead of having to wait until 2025. The governor says his proposal will take some work as some lawmakers are reluctant to change that timeline. The bill would increase the minimum wage to $15 this October instead of New Year's Day 2025 for businesses with 15 or more employees. Maryland's minimum wage went up to $13.25 an hour this past January. It's scheduled to reach $14 an hour New Year's Day 2024 unless they change the plan. Are you the parent of an outstanding student athlete? Nominate your favorite high school athlete for their chance to be WTOP's next player of the week. Each week beginning the week of March 13th, we'll feature one athlete on air and online. Visit WTOP.com search player to apply today. It's sponsored by Main Street Bank. Coming up after traffic and weather, how one company is diversifying away from tobacco. Is Zoom still making a profit even as we try to move past COVID? And what's the latest reading on a possible recession? All ahead on WTOP. Now it's 708. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks with Bob Imler in the traffic center. No, I'm sorry. Uh, let's go to Dave Dildine in the traffic center. Oh, you were right the first oh, time. Oh, was right the first time, Bob. Yeah. I was fooled by our technology. Welcome in. Well, inbound on Suitland Parkway after Alabama Avenue, there is indeed still a crash there. So be alert for that coming from Andrews headed toward 295. Good Hope Road closed between Naylor Road and 25th Street in Southeast. That is because of a crash. Things are starting to wind down elsewhere on wet pavement all around the region now. On 95 southbound, still slow from Route 1 over the Occoquan at 123. Beyond that, the pace is good, and traffic on 66 is doing all right around the Beltway. Not a lot left in terms of delays, but the rain is coming down pretty steadily in some areas tonight. On 95 and on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, we're good to go on each, and pretty much the same with 270 between the Beltway and Interstate 70, and not a whole lot going on on 50. Clear sailing out to Bowie, Annapolis, and out to the Bay Bridge. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Appreciate it very much, Bob. Now to Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper. A rainy Monday night out there with low temperatures in the low to mid-40s. This rain, though, gone by tomorrow with... Increasing sunshine throughout the day and a pleasant day, especially during the afternoon hours, with high temperatures in the low 60s and a bit of a breeze. Mostly sunny skies on Wednesdays. We begin the month of March with highs in the low 60s. We warm to near 70 degrees on Thursday with a chance for some rain showers around. Breezy winds Thursday and Friday with rain looking likely on Friday. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Well, tonight in Rockville, we're at 41, Ashburn 45, District Heights 42, and a good amount of rain still falling in the area. We can say most of D.C. is getting at least some rain, but it's even heavier in Fairfax County, in parts of Loudoun County, Prince William County. On through the Shenandoah Valley, we can see quite a bit of heavy rain. And the north and east of D.C., we're talking parts of uh, eastern Montgomery County, Howard and Baltimore counties getting rain. And all of this is pushing west to east across our area. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today. Schedule your free in-home estimate. Now 710. It's money news at 10 and 40 past the hour on WTOP. We're going to Larry Kofsky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. After things didn't work out with Juul Labs, Altria Group is turning to vaping startup Enjoy as it looks to diversify away from tobacco. Dow Jones reports the Marlboro maker could announce a deal for Enjoy this week for $2.75 billion. Even as more of us return to the office, video conferencing remains popular. Zoom is giving a better-than-expected profit forecast for this quarter, a sign that it is regaining its footing after a sharp post-pandemic slide. 
Modest gains for stocks as Wall Street put the brakes on its worst weekly decline so far this year. Dow Industrials climbed 72. The S&P added 12. The Nasdaq gained 72. A majority of U.S. business economists still see a recession ahead, but they now see it coming later than previously thought. Nearly 60 percent of those surveyed by the National Association of Business Economics see a recession by the end of the year. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Asian markets higher so far. Australia's ASX 200 is up almost 1 percent. Money News brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Your small business keeps you on the go. Progressive Commercial Insurance keeps your policy within reach with their easy-to-use mobile app. Learn more at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Coming up on WTOP, I'm guessing you weren't giving the comic strip Dilbert much thought before this weekend when racist comments might have come across your social media feed. We'll talk about the creator of that comic strip, what he said, and then how Elon Musk reacted to it all. It's just ahead on WTOP. This can be the year you begin to restore your hair. If your hair is thinning, there is only one company with the experience to grow your hair back. PAI Medical Virginia at 703-763-0118. Why? PAI Medical Group has been specializing in hair transplants for over 25 years. Today, you'll receive $500 off their trademark procedure, multi-unit hair grafting, or the Artist Robotic FUE. PAI Medical Virginia is so confident of the results you will have, they are giving you this offer when you call today. PAI Medical Virginia is only one of two clinics in the entire U.S. to have this technology. Go to PAIMedicalVirginia.com or call them right now at 703-763-0118 for a free evaluation. That's 703-763-0118 and grow your hair back. 713. The father, a black man in a blue uniform. The mother, full of hope. When they welcome their newborn son, can they protect him in a world filled with danger? Washington National Opera presents the D.C. premiere of Blue, a profound story of grief and resilience after a death at the hands of police. See why the Music Critics Association named Blue the best new opera of 2020. March 11th through 25th. Tickets at kennedy-center.org. I'm Doug Kammerer, Chief Meteorologist of Storm Team 4. I'm Michelle Bash. And I'm John Aaron. We're your morning news team here on WTOP. We bring you Storm Team 4 weather reports. To help keep you warm and safe all winter. With the latest updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. We'll tell you what's happening and what's coming. Ice, snow, drastic changes in temperature. Storm Team 4. And WTOP News. Working together to help you deal with the weather. Good evening. A quick look at the top stories we're working on on WTOP. Which of our major three airports is getting some money for improvements? And children in our country stitch Made in America tags into J. Crew shirts. They bake dinner rolls sold at Walmart and Target, process milk used in Ben & Jerry's ice cream, and help debone chicken sold at Whole Foods. What's going on there? Keep it here on WTOP for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. And in just 30 seconds, what is going on with that Dilbert creator, and the racist comments. Life doesn't stop when the economy is uncertain. The market might not care you have a wedding to plan or a kid to put through school. And inflation doesn't know you've got a family to feed. But Bank of America does and is here to help. With digital tools to help you save and local experts in the DMV, you can keep life moving forward the way you need it to. Bank of America, what would you like the power to do? 
Learn more at bofa.com slash Washington, D.C. Bank of America N.A. Member FDIC Equal Credit Opportunity Lender. This is WTOP News. 7.15. I'm Dimitri Sotis. It's great to have you here. The comic strip Dilbert disappeared with lightning speed following racist remarks by creator Scott Adams. But some observers say it shouldn't come as a shock to anyone who has followed both. Adams is white and is an outspoken presence on social media. He's been doing that long before, describing black people over the weekend as a hate group on YouTube. And to some, Dilbert had strayed from its roots as a chronicler of office culture. Plus, Elon Musk now seems to be in Adams' corner about all this. We talked about it a little earlier with Will Oremus. He's technology news analysis writer for The Washington Post. Dilbert creator Scott Adams has built up a following on YouTube for his contrarian views on lots of social issues, including race. And some of those contrarian views went a little far in the past week. Among other things, he said he thinks that white people should get the hell away from black people. He said this in response to a poll that apparently found a narrow majority of black respondents said that they agreed with the phrase, it's okay to be white. Now, there's a lot of context around that phrase that I think Adams overlooked looked, but he took this as a sign. A lot of black people don't think it's okay to be white. He said that those people constitute a hate group and that he would want to have nothing to do with them. Understandably, I think that caused a lot of consternation. A lot of people were outraged, but not Elon Musk. And uh, essentially comes in and supports Adams. Is that fair to say? Yeah. You know, Elon does this interesting thing where instead of just tweeting about something as a sort of an original tweet from his own account to all his followers, he likes to weigh in on really controversial issues by replying to someone else's tweet. And he most often replies to people on on the right, where he'll pick up on something they said that's controversial, and he'll reply, interesting, or something to think about. He's sort of putting himself in this role of of just asking questions, right? Not He's not the one who's saying the things that Adams said. But he did respond to a couple of tweets about Adams' comments. And his response was that it's actually the media is racist. And he said, for a long time, the media was racist against black people. But these days, the media is racist against whites and Asians, is is what he said. So it it certainly came across as a defense of Adams. He wasn't necessarily agreeing with every word Adams said. Unlike in the case of Adams, where a comic strip is suspended by many publications, does uh, Musk suffer much blowback? Yeah, the question of whether Musk is capable of suffering repercussions is sort of a longstanding one among people who have followed his career. I mean, he's been, you know, he gets sued 10 times a year. He breaks administrative rules and then says, well, I don't, I think they were, the rules were invalid or unjust anyway, so it's okay. Uh, sometimes he has to pay fines. Um, he, Tesla was ordered by a judge uh, a year or two ago to pay uh, a settlement uh, for racism in the workplace, in fact, after some workers at Tesla said that they were subjected to the N-word and there was just an atmosphere of casual racism in, in those in those offices. Um Musk's tweets have certainly earned him anger and ire of much of the left. I think they've lost him the respect of portions of the center for the people who are online enough to be paying attention. Uh, And they've earned him the admiration and really love of many on the right. You'll now hear what was recently at a congressional hearing on social media where Republicans kept saying almost like a refrain, thank God for Elon Musk. So he's really embraced the political right. He likes to say that he's in the middle, but his actions say otherwise. Will Oremus, technology news analysis writer for the Washington Post, he was on Skype. 
Let's go to Bob Imler in the traffic center. Well, caller has a crash on Route 50 in Virginia, eastbound just before the Shenandoah River Bridge. Initially, traffic was stopped there. Westbound, the travel lanes are open. On 66, there are no incidents or delays. Things are running pretty well. All around the region, around the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia, we are pretty much delay-free. On 95 southbound, we still have some slow traffic uh, headed from Route 1 over the Occoquan to 123. Otherwise, uh, things are moving a lot better there. And in Maryland, up and down 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Parkway slowing down just a bit northbound, especially getting up into Greenbelt and Laurel. Just volume delays in the rain. And uh, 95 is without delay. Same with 270. And in the district, did have a crash inbound on Sutherland Parkway after Alabama Avenue. I believe they're still working on that. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper. A rainy Monday night across the area with cloudy skies otherwise and lows in the low to mid-40s. Rain comes to an end very late tonight into early tomorrow morning with the day tomorrow ultimately dry. We do start off with clouds and then sunshine develops around the lunchtime hours with highs tomorrow in the low 60s. A pleasant finish to your Tuesday. On Wednesday, plenty of sun with highs in the low 60s. For Thursday, we continue to warm with temperatures near 70 degrees and the chance for rain showers. Rain is looking likely on a chilly Friday. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Tonight in Hyattsville, it's 45. Fredericksburg, 43. Foggy Bottom, 45. We're not expecting to get much colder than 40 overnight. Not much temperature change overnight if the forecast holds. We're brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service seven days a week. And coming up here on WTOP, buying your first home, is this really the area you want to do that in? Stay with us. Hi, I'm Patrick Fingles, owner of New Look Home Design. We've been running our biggest sale of the year on roofing, and there's still time to take advantage of it. Winter is the slowest time of the year for roofers. It's our off-season, but we need to stay busy. So what do we do? We cut prices. Right now, save 50% on labor and 50% on materials. Plus, don't pay a penny until 2024 with interest-free financing. This sale won't last much longer. Most homeowners replace their roof in spring, but smart homeowners purchase in the off-season and cash in on the savings. It makes sense. You need a roof. We need the work. It's a win-win. Through February, get a new roof and save with our 50-50 sale. Over 40,000 homeowners have trusted New Look with their roofs, and every roof comes with a lifetime warranty. Call 800-279-5300. That's 800-279-5300. NewLookHomeDesign.com. So glad you're here at 721. For more than 75 years, University of Maryland Global Campus has been helping military service members reach their next goal. Now, active duty military, reserves, their spouses, and dependents can qualify for the Military New Graduate Student Savings Program. Eligible students save 30% per credit on most online master's degrees and graduate certificates. Enroll now through this spring to save. Find out if you qualify and learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by CHEV. In Washington, breaking news happens every day. This just in from Arlington. So can you really afford to miss even a single day of WTOP? We're hearing about an incident in Bethesda. Everything you need, every time you listen. WTOP News. It's now 722. A D.C. man is facing three years in prison for assaulting a man he did not know. A jury found 42-year-old Anthony Duncan guilty of assault after hearing that in May of last year, Duncan crossed paths with the victim who was walking down 15th Street Northwest after playing a bocce ball game. Now, Duncan accused the victim of making a sexually suggestive act toward him and confronted the man who vehemently denied making any advance. 
Prosecutors say Duncan recorded himself physically attacking the victim and saying a derogatory gay slur as he broke the man's nose and his teeth. A judge will sentence Duncan in a few months in April. Buying a home, a major decision, of course, and knowing the best cities for first-time buyers may help make the decision a little easier. WTOP's Melissa Howell has that story. From wellness and culture to affordability and the job market, Bankrate has released its annual best and worst metros for first-time homebuyers study. And D.C. came in last. The place that was kind of surprising and that really dragged down uh, the, the D.C. metro area was the job market rank. Jeff Ostrowski is an analyst with Bankrate. He says soaring home prices during the pandemic haven't come down much and make the transition from renting to buying difficult. That's something that millennials throughout the country are facing, but it, it's especially acute in the higher price markets. D.C. did make it to the top 10 when it comes to wellness and culture, but overall, Austin came in number one for first-time home buyers. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Well, buying a, no, we just talked about buying a home. Three historically black colleges in Virginia will soon have millions of federal dollars to expand broadband Internet access. Virginia Senators Mark Warner and Tim Kaine, both Democrats, announced almost $10 million in federal funding that will allow Norfolk State, Virginia State, and Virginia Union University to expand high-speed Internet access on campus and in surrounding communities. This will be done by expanding wireless networks and installing new fiber optic lines. Virginia State... Park campgrounds will open in just a few days on March 3rd. Full-service campgrounds with bathhouses are open from the first Friday in March through the first Monday in December. Hungry Mother, Pocahontas, I should say, and Shenandoah River State Parks are the exception. That's because they've got full-service campgrounds open all year round. Now 725. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Let's bring in Rob Woodfork. All right. The uh, Washington Commanders brought to a close what I'm going to go ahead and call the worst acquisition in franchise history. Really? The, the mean, whole history of the team? The entire history okay. of the team. I mean, <laughs> you can make the case for Albert Haynesworth, right? Yeah. But uh, this was uh, this was more money on the line. You gave up draft picks, and you could not sign some key players that could have helped you in some other places. What about but, Rec, uh, Rex and Bex? Those, oh, of... those were low-hanging fruit right there. <laughs> this this was a whole tree that fell. Yeah, Carson right. Wentz, after just one season, he only played eight games just long enough to post the league's second-worst QBR, fifth-worst passer rating among starting quarterbacks, all for the high price of two quality draft picks, a $28 million cap hits that prevented them, as I said, from upgrading some other key positions. Bobby McCain also released today the veteran safety at a down season following a breakout 2021, but that was mainly due to the rise of some younger options at his position. Both veteran cuts opened up more than $30 million in cap space for Washington about two weeks before the start of the new league year. College basketball, the Howard women just uh, put uh, down a late rally by uh, South Carolina States, they get a uh, 60-55 victory. And uh, so we're about to see the men's team uh, tip off against those same Bulldogs. They're trying to end a two-game slide. Maryland happy with this week's AP Top 25 poll. The women's team rose to number five in the rankings, up two spots from last week. The men's team 21st. Thanks to wins over Minnesota and previously ranked Northwestern. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. All right, coming up after traffic and weather, which of our big airports is about to benefit from Congress's return and how Florida's governor is now punishing Disney. 726. Everyone here knows Diamonds Direct is the place to go for the best diamonds at the best prices. But did you know that savvy buyers from all over America, even Los Angeles and New York, now come here to buy their diamonds? These high-end shoppers have discovered that Diamonds Direct has one of America's best selections of large, rare diamonds. 